Welcome to JB Trio Podcast Season 4, Episode 17, our final episode of Season 4. Um, Lee McDonald Jr. Chris, the new and improved Woodmancy. Mark, the ancient warrior merchant. And this is our final episode of the fall season. We just finished our fall league. It's actually been two Tuesdays that we've had since our last recording. We did our end of the half for week 37. And then last night we did our sweeper night at the time of taping. It's uh, Wednesday, the 31st of May. So we wanted to pile both weeks into this final podcast. So this will be our last episode of season four. So it was definitely a memorable season. I'll, I'll give it that. Yep. Yep. Our first yep. season where we've had 17 episodes. We've had a lot of uh, favorite phrases that we've come up with, such as the fruit roll-ups episode and the dry oral episode. Dry I mean, we've, oral. Had a, <laughs> we've had a ton of stuff going on this season. It's it one of our best seasons, probably the best. And Spotify picked us up as a sponsor. So as you hear yeah. before the episode, yeah. now we got we got our commercials going. Yeah, so maybe you'll hit, we'll hear some commercials, huh? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to try to go back to all of our previous episodes and try to re-record them with the ad at the front. But, yeah, you'll hear our very own Mark. He's got the commercial voice I found. He's got the perfect yeah, you know, commercial he made. The Boston, the Boston, the water, the water. Exactly. Is, it, is that Chris barking in the background? No, that's my dog. Is it? Back <laughs> Chris, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, where's Mark's kittens at? I usually hear them in the background. Yeah, no, I put those things to bed. <laughs> All right. So two weeks ago was our final half. And so it come down to if it was going to be my team or Ricky's team, and I had to make seven points. Well, turns out we didn't beat them that night, but we got our seven points. We ended up splitting. We went 24 out of 24 or 24 out of 48. And I didn't bowl great. Well, actually, I did bowl pretty good. I shot 630, but I bowled bad the last game. Peyton carried us. He shot 700. Ricky bowled good, though. He shot his 600, and he doesn't. He's been bowling pretty good these last few months. Uh, he hadn't been bowling that good until he bowled us. So we did everything we could. And we still only split, but the magic number was seven, and we got it. Yes, sir. And Mark, so we won the half. Out. We won the half. I couldn't believe it. My team lucked out and happened to bowl them on the good night. Mike and Mike bowled pretty good. Next pair, Brady Bunch. Brady Bunch against Boyer's Boys. Brady Bunch took a beating that night. That was only 14 out of 48. So, Brady Bunch, I think a lot of us picked for beat Mark's picks, but. They lost. So Neil's team got their butt kicked by Kiefer, who bowled really good, and they ended up winning. So Boyer's boys, I think, lapped them. They overcame them. So they went from fourth to third, and Brady Bunch went from they went from third to fourth. Let's see. Next pair, Mark's team, team eight, which is I'd hit that better against I'd hit that harder, Dwayne's team. So oh, look, and I'll speak for both teams here. I don't know how we ended up on lane 31 and 32. We were scheduled to bowl on 27, 28. And next thing you know, 
we're on 31 and 32. Now, I thought that's where Chris, the Titanic, was supposed to be bowling. I did, too. I did, too. I mean, we got to get better at that because I'm going to tell you, <laughs> we were all dumbfounded as to why we were on that pair to begin with. Yep. I don't know how that happened. And, and I know the Brady Bunch was next to us on 29 and 30, and they were scheduled to be on 25 and 26. So, I mean, I'm not going to say that that was the turning point. But there were a lot of unhappy people that we were sitting on 31 and 32. I don't think it would have changed the outcome any, but that pair was horrible. And, I mean, one lane was flying out the door. None of us could keep it on the right side of the head pin. And then the other lane was not as tight. And 31 and 32 and not anybody's favorite unless you're Chris. (laughs) So. It was a bummer that we ended up getting on to that pair. So I think, I I don't know what happened, but I think we need to get, as a league, we need to be a little bit better somehow in where we're supposed to bowl. And that kind of brings up a point, Lee. I'm almost feeling like, how how many teams do we know? How many teams in that early league on Tuesday night? Is it going to be another one of those situations where pair might delay from starting and then we've got to shuffle lanes again it's possible but i'm gonna try to talk with the general manager i hope they listen to this podcast because that's definitely (laughs) a big criticism that i have that it's the one of the most ridiculous things i've ever heard any bowling center having to go through where our league is set up on a certain set of lanes 10 lanes yeah what happens is is we follow a league that are made up of a lot of bowlers at averages would be, I'd say, mid-range, somewhere in between 150 to 200, sometimes lower. And it's those teams that have the lower averages that don't finish very fast. Yep. Our scheduled time is normally 9 o'clock. And whenever we have lanes from the early shift that that we have to follow them that happen to be bowling much later after 9 o'clock, sometimes they go as late as 9.30. And half hour delay is a pretty big delay for any league. I mean, any a five minute delay is, is not really a good delay. So there are times that we opt to move a pair that is affected by that. So if we've got 10 lanes and only two lanes are affected because of the early shift, we have to move those two lanes. Well, the center has some sort of a problem with their system because when our names get put in the system, the system will read it as those ten, those same 10 lanes. But anytime they got to move, just even just two lanes and move that pair to a pair that's open so we can all start on time, for some reason it changes the lineup. So yeah. when we have a schedule and two teams are supposed to bowl on this pair of lanes, they get moved because of the two teams that, are not able to bowl on their own pair because of the late finish from the early league. And it so happened we had, I think it was 27 and 28. Yeah. That's our, that's the lanes that were late. So we opted to move them to 21 and 22. And it always happens five minutes before we start bowling where there's nothing we can do about it. So I we opt to move that pair. And especially with if it's like with a pair where our bowlers want to start on time so they don't finish too late because they got to get up early for the next morning they want to move but it screws up other pairs because the center doesn't know how to just move the one pair yeah that's what he was talking about yesterday 
Yeah, yeah. and that's, that's the thing that really stinks about it. Because if, like, for instance, we're scheduled to bowl on 27 and 28, they're not done. And, you know, we're good moving. Mm-hmm. But if we were to move to, let's say, 22, 21 and 22, it's like everyone else gets shifted. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you only need to move that one team to another mm-hmm. lane. Somehow we were scheduled to bowl in 27 and 28. They're late. And then the next thing you know, we're on 31 and 32 when that, you know, when that wasn't a lane that had a problem mm-hmm. in the team that was scheduled to bowl in that could have been bowling on that pair. It's just like, right. it just kind of shifts everything. And it's just, it's, it, I mean, yeah. it's definitely a fact. It, it can definitely affect you, especially if you're fun. on 30 to 32. And the yeah, fun right. aspect too, because if people truly don't like 31, 32, yeah. I mean, it's a bowl on super week and money's on the line. Mm-hmm. And, you know, look at, and beat Mark's picks. I, Sometimes I factor in the lane assignment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's and I've talked to the guy. I've had I've literally had arguments with a guy that he runs just, well, he says he's the manager, but I think he's just like a shift lead or something. But yeah. I've talked to yeah. him and I've it's I've Brody. had I've had this is it Brody? Do you know yeah. him pretty good? Yeah. yeah, I know him pretty good. Is what's he like? He's he's a kid. He's literally I think twenty one or twenty. And he's a stiffler for the rules, but he's also don't know how to do the job. He what he said he even told me himself he wasn't fully trained. He was just he was he started as a man, assistant manager started and no prior experience. And apparently the manager Rebecca or Aubrey, whatever her name is, the girl Amber Amber, she literally went on vacation without telling him and just say, Hey, here you go. You're working every day. As manager for me and tell him to get back. He doesn't know how to operate the system for league. And this is probably one of his first jobs too, because I mean he'll he'll get into arguments with me. No. I'm not a big confrontation argument type guy, but I'm not gonna back no. down for what I know is right. Especially when it affects you guys, when it affects bowlers. Yeah, and yeah. I, told him, I told him that too. I told him about the customer service aspect, but I told him at the end of the day, you do you, you do what feels right to you. I mean, it may not be the right thing to do, but it's just if you makes you sleep at night, then all but, uh, all good. Yeah, I mean, and, you think it wouldn't be too hard to just move one team, you know, one pair, yeah. you know, like the yeah. teams that can't bowl, you just spot them on another pair of lanes exactly. instead of moving everyone else. It do, there's doesn't seem options. to be too difficult. I know yeah. for a fact there's options. The system was not. Oh yeah, there is options. He just don't know how to do it. Because um, look at in our senior league, it has happened many times that a lane breaks down and they swap them to uh, another pair, one and two, that we leave mm-hmm. open. So it can be done. He just probably doesn't know how to do it. Yeah. And it's a good thing he listens to the podcast. Because you guys <laughs> I, call well, him. I hope he does. Yeah. <laughs> no, he does. We guys were talking, about this, we we were talking did... about this yesterday. And... Honestly, we were fortunate we took what we took. Dwayne missed a, a very easy, I believe, eight pin in the 10th frame of the first game that if he had made it, they would have won the game because we had only won by maybe four pins. And that would have dropped us another position in the overall standing. So, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So, you guys yeah, so, enough as it is. Yeah, we did drop enough, but we managed to to get sixth. We would have been in seventh if he made it. And I knew, like I said, before we even started, Dwayne was looking at, we were all looking at each other like, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Oh, I know. Uh, I know. I, and I, I had to make a decision on whether or not to let that other pair bowl. And when we did, and then I saw what happened, how it shifted 31-32, and everybody had already started laying out their stuff. And I told them, I said, can't we just move these two pairs? Yeah, exactly. Because your yeah. pair, Chris's pair flip-flopped. I don't know how. Yeah. I said, can't you just move those two? No, I got to turn the whole thing off. It's going to rearrange everybody again. Which I don't think that's right. I don't think that's true. I don't yeah. either. And, oh, and I know it couldn't be because the system has been there for two to three years. I remember when they got they brought the guy in from St. Louis. Yeah. Who's like the expert on this. He he ran the whole thing. For yeah, he was only like there months. for like two weeks. Yeah. 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 He was there for like, was it, it may have been a couple weeks. weeks, but still. Yeah. And then Andrew took it over. Andrew, who's been great, and unfortunately he moved away. That's but a, throughout well, that whole time, there was never a problem. And even if there's maybe an extra step or you have to do more work than just moving the system around, Andrew did that extra work. And I guess Brody's just not willing to do it. So, yeah. Well. I mean, well, we got to think of both sides, both, both sides. Is he not willing to do it or is he doesn't know how to do it? You know, a lot of the bowlers are not happy with it. And so they come to me because there's nothing I can do about it. I can't twist Brody's yeah. arm enough to do it. So I'm going to have a really good sit down whenever what's your name gets back in town of all the times to go on vacation, the transition week from fall to summer. <laughs> but you know, what? I don't, I don't really want to turn this into a complaint podcast, but it's just that they don't have an ear out for us and it's frustrating. It is frustrating. But in any case, it did affect Mark, and they only ended up winning 15 out of 48. But like he said, they were lucky yeah. to get their 15. Yeah, and you know what? I think it also affected the other team because these guys are in brackets too. Yeah. I know Twain was, you know, they, they weren't happy with the way the condition was, and it certainly yeah. could have affected, definitely affected their scores within the brackets. And yeah. nobody's fond of 31 and 32 unless you're Chris. <laughs> yeah. And Chris, it affected you too because you ended up bowling on, what was it, 25 and 26? And you were supposed to be on 31, 32? And your team only won 10 out of 48 because Rick Connor shot his second 700 series ever that he's bowled. In yeah. So it affected you too. He may not have bowled that on 31 yeah, It just, it, I mean, it, I'm happy it, for the guy. Yeah. It creates a dynamic effect for everybody, really. Yeah. It does. So we'll have to have, I mean, we're <laughs> the three board members of the league along with Kyle. We'll have to have like a grievance meeting with the general manager because, I mean, I've had guys and girls that bowl the league come up to me just as late as last night, the last night that we bowled, saying, is there any chance we could take all our bowlers to another house? Because everybody loves everybody. We've been a tight-knit group for the last few years, so we all love bowling together, but we all hate the center. And, I, you know, I don't really hate it, but I just wish that the staff was a little bit better. Because, but anyway, that being said, how many managers does this this place have? Well, technically, it's only got one general manager, Amber, and she come from another bowling center, so she's got experience and she's nice and she's got customer service skills. Yeah, definitely. But yeah. I don't know if it's trickling down like she's hoping. She might be—I don't want to say too nice because I don't really know how she manages her employees, but. I mean, as far as how she approaches bowlers, nothing but kindness and thoughtfulness. And she has accommodated us before Brody came on. She'll listen to us. Yeah. She'll listen to us. Yeah, she will. um, I mean, we just got to tell her, look at whether they know what they're doing or not. Somebody has to let them know there's no reason that 
everything has to shift around because quite simply, there shouldn't be any problem moving two teams onto another pair. No, no, not a, you know, without affecting that. anybody else. Yeah, so right. I'll definitely say something to her. I I see it quite yeah, a bit. If they didn't change the old system, where, where I, when I used to work there, I, I could have done it easily. Oh, I forgot you used to work there. Yeah, I worked there for years. Yeah, and that's right. If, if if they didn't change the system, I could have done it, but it looked confusing. Yeah, it is. I'll give it that. It's not the easiest to work with, but anyway. So last pair was team two. Good frame gentleman against team 10 and good frame gentleman edged it out 28 out of 48. Another good night from Greg. He's been on a tear lately. So they went and they beat up on Jerry Boudreaux's team. Jerry didn't bowl so hot. She had a bad first game, but Millar bowled pretty good. And I think they had Crenshaw sub for him, but the final results of the half, Joey robbed wins the half. So they want, they got five forty three. So congrats to us. That's my team. Then Ricky was second. Ricky in the two mix, 508. Third place, Borders Boys, 485. Brady Bunch, 466. I'd hit that harder, 441. Sixth place, I'd hit that better. Mark's team, 436. Good Frame Gentleman, 429. Pocket Pounders, eighth, 361. Two Marks in the Spare, 347. And the Titanic, 304. Oh, broken 300. Oh, yeah. Really broke there we go. <laughs> broke 300. Hey, I'm proud. Yeah, and I got to say, Ricky and the two mix, they outbeat us by two and a half times what we got in prize fund. Yeah. You know, yeah, we got two and a half times what we got. We, we ended, yeah, we ended up getting patches and they got like flashlights <laughs> and everything else. <laughs> Yeah, they did good. I was proud of this guy. Especially with Mike really Anderson. My God, that guy. If we had like a three-month highest over average or how big of an increase an average would go up, he would definitely be number one because he had to jump from like 140 to 155, something crazy, which never happens when your league is almost done late in the league. I mean, that's stuff you do early in the league. You never go 15 pins late in the league like he did. Yeah. So I mean, you know, the guy. The, for the season, the guys that really need to be congratulated are Charlton having most individual is certain accomplishment. And like you said, Henderson and, and Flores being like the most improved is, is a really good accomplishment. And it really of course, Ron, Ron and Jared both shooting 300s. Shooting 300s this year? That's right. Yeah, that's great. And a slew of 279s. And not many 700s, though. I was hoping for more 700 individual games. Yeah, yeah probably only been four. I think maybe just four. This whole yeah. season? No. I, just, yeah. Yeah. I think he's right. I think maybe five. Maybe five. I know I had one. I know I had one. I had one. Yeah, there might have only been Rick Connor might have been the fifth. Oh, I yeah. had one in the beginning I, of the season. In the beginning. Yeah, that was a fluke. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> yeah, but there was I'm pulling uh, up my final results now. Yeah, it was probably like five. I believe there was probably only five. But yeah, like you said, Greg, his final accomplishment, 167 points for an individual. You only get two points per game, or you get basically eight points a night. So for him to finish off with 167, that's just, that's great. And he ended up taking most points out of the league. So congrats goes to Greg. Richard Flores. Most improved bowler, almost 30 pins yeah, from when he first bagger. started. Sandbagger. Yeah. He starts off a little low, and then he hits his assist. 
That's and, how you uh, do it. That's how you finish. Yeah. Yeah, he comes in limping, and then during the season, he hits his pharmacist, and, and the next thing you know, he's 30 above. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. And last year, he was bowler of the year. So basically, what we do is we take bowler of the week, and we just take bowler of the year, whoever had the absolute most pins over your series for one night. Last year, the memorable night that he had on 31-32 against Mark himself, he had 205 yeah. pins over. Highest game ever. Well, he did it again this year. Sucked it up. Yeah, that, that he had chokes me up, too. Yeah, yeah he, he choked, choked me up. And he had 188 over. So he, two years in a row, back-to-back. So congrats to Richard. Yeah, so that steroid shot he gets still works. He upgraded from pills to the shot. Yeah, still works. And then Ron Reynolds, 211. He finished strong, highest average in the league. He's lucky, though, if Peyton was on his butt because Peyton got up after – if we count what he did last night, he Peyton got up to two ten. Yeah, I don't even want to get into last night. I heard that he could have won the whole. He could have won the whole thing by himself. You and me both. <laughs> you and me both. Get a one whole thing by himself. Unfortunately, the top three averages do not consist of Mister Woodmansey. I mean, it's a major truth, major fade. It was just a confident morale. Like I think coming to see my team. Knowing that our history of this team, it just it didn't bring me to wanting to bowl ever hard again with that team. What? To be honest, it didn't. It's just like because like what happened was so drastic and so devastating that I just I have to get away. I have to start new. That's so yeah. I don't. I kind of think over the first half, yeah, first yeah. half, just kind of just killed us. Killed all of us. Yeah, sucked the wind right out of one frame. Yep. Yes, sucked the wind right out of you guys. It really did. It really did. Yeah, it comes down to one frame. Is like that one frame was just. It's like the curse that won't go away. Oh yeah, the right podcast on. curse lives. But I would say I never got the woodman. <laughs> it's like a baby crying. <laughs> I mean, ever since we come <laughs> out, I'm, we're going to reminisce about what we come up with on this season four of the podcast. But one thing that we discovered is this podcast curse. It's alive and well. I mean, we talked about the stars on the previous episode, and they were going to go into game six, and they were riding high. They were coming home. Mark even texted me. He says, hey, I'm going to the game. And it was the, it happens to be on the night that we do the podcast. And so they start the game. And right out the gate, they get the other team gets a goal like within the first two minutes. Yeah, and was... and I'm like, oh great! And so I'm watching the game, and then all of a sudden, Stars lose six to nothing. And I'm texting yeah. Mark. I said, Mark, you're never invited back. Yeah, it's it was over before it started. I mean, that it was, was crazy. the worst game. And all yeah. I could think about was podcast curse. Yeah, it yeah. Was, wait, wait, did the Dallas Stars win? I didn't see it. No, they got their ass kicked. Uh, I don't want to talk to you. Uh, yeah, uh, it was before, yeah. before it started. Yeah, it was. Uh, and oh, Kyle's man, a huge fan, and I know yeah, he was sad. They done playing. That was that. Was that, that, the was, last it. Game? that was their elimination game. Yeah, they uh, couldn't afford to lose another one. Oh, so I got Kyle, our, our bowler, is a huge fan. Does he go to the game with you, Mark? When I like this particular game, guy called me up the last minute. His his wife oh. didn't feel well, so and he's a season ticket holder. But I've taken Kyle on his tickets a couple of times. Yeah. So anytime I ever get two tickets, I, Kyle's the first person I ask because 
I know he's That's a huge, cool. huge fan. Yeah. So, yeah, this one though only had the one. So, yeah, and I just, never invited back. Yeah, I just had a, <laughs> I had a feeling they weren't ready to win. They just didn't play like they wanted it. Yeah. And so, yeah, the podcast curse. I think it even goes back to when Chris had all he had to do is get that magic number fourteen for points, and they only got twelve. And it come down to one frame, and I think it had to do with the podcast curse. We just didn't know it. And there's a bunch of other curses. I mean, every time we have a guest, they come on, and the next night they bowl like crap. Yeah. Yeah. Just to touch base on, gave all the results of that last week. And so there was a real challenge between you and Chris for second place and beat Mark's picks. Yep. And yep. so ultimately, Lee. You went four and one for the week. Holy shit, really? Yeah, so you ended up with a 44 and 38 record. Chris, myself, and Greg all went two wins, three losses. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I win. Hey. Yeah. So, it, so the curse affects Chris. Yeah, the end result <laughs> is I only was ahead of you by four wins, 48 and 34 I was, and you were 44 and 38. I was 44 and 34. Yeah. And Chris was 42 and 40. We're all about oh, yeah. 500. See, I'm getting better. Mark's last big. Season. How about last that? season we did close. this, I suck. Yeah, but... yeah. So yeah we're all about thing. 500. And speaking of the curse, the worst thing that could have happened ended up happening last night. What we discussed earlier was I two weeks ago. So we had our last night of the league, which is sweeper night, and it happens to be our championship night. The winner of the first half good frame gentleman goes against the winner of the second half, which as I mentioned earlier is my team. My son Peyton bowled a 700. We're looking good. And then I choke. The podcast curse got to me. I only shoot 490 friggin' seven. Wow. Ended up losing the whole yeah. friggin' league. Uh. So good frame gentleman. Uh, what? What? what are you getting off on this? No, no. no. <laughs> so wow. I ended up losing the, I mean, we had all the momentum, and Peyton shoots another 700, so he's doing his job. Yeah, and wow. I felt like I was on, like Mark said earlier, on his pair 31-32 two weeks ago. I couldn't do anything. The lanes are so damn dry, and I don't blame the lanes. I need to figure out how to adjust on them, but it didn't matter. I just I couldn't throw for shit. And, yeah, it was a little bit under the weather. I'm still, as you can hear, I'm coughing and hacking away. I'm just so disappointed, but the podcast curse got to me. Basically affected all three of us, Chris, myself. I think it's even affected Mark a few times. He's probably bowled up against all the big top scores of the league this past season and ended up scoring the lowest in the money count. Besides, yeah. there's one other team I'm trying to think that was Logan's team was the only team that was lower. They had 220 a man. In but, money, really? So we were the second lowest? You were the second lowest. Now that that's for teams that bowl the full season, Jerry's team only bowled the half a season, so they only got half a purse. Yeah, but out of the teams that bowled for the full season, it was kind of weird. Yeah, there was weird. like six teams that all had 400 or higher, and then there were two teams that had mid-300s, and Chris was one of those teams because yeah, they, they took second place in the first half. And then there were two teams that only took mid-200s. So it was kind of a weird thing. Wow. But I think they all enjoyed the payout option, of option C1, and it was kind of an even. So everybody got even money at the end. And then Peyton bowled his 700 last night, and they he cashed out. 
a lot in the brackets. We had like 15 brackets, and he must have won a ton of them because well, I didn't stick around. I had to get up early, but then especially bone like shit, I wanted to get out of there. But so yeah, he ended up winning a lot. It was a good night. It was fun. But uh, but that's it. That's the league. League's over. Let's hand it to uh... God. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Good frame, gentlemen. Good, Good frame, gentlemen. gentlemen. We Craig are the champions. Charlton, Elena Charlton and Gary Vickner, all are champions of JB Trios for 2022-2023. So hats off to them. They earned it, though. I mean, it could have come down to me against Chris's team. They might not even been in it. And yeah. that would have been pretty fun to see me against Chris. I probably would have got up the bowl for that. Yeah. Just, <laughs> and, and, I mean, okay. just okay. think, if you and Leland stayed home, Team Peyton would have won it. That's what I told him. I said, man, if Team I just Peyton. stayed home, I'd have said, I'm going to do a Chris. I'm going to say I'm sick and stay home. Yeah. Okay. That's what I should have oh, no. done. But. Anyway, hats off to the good frame gentlemen. I'm proud yeah. of these guys. Uh, it was really good. They earned it. I know Chris is going to say otherwise. Well, the good thing is, Lee, you did go from last to first. True. Uh, True. Which is an for accomplishment half. for half. Yeah. yeah Titanic, went, like from, Titanic went second to last. We didn't do our trophy ceremony. My butthead stupid ass forgot to bring the trophies. I got the trophies still here in my house. I feel like destroying them and throwing them away, though, now because I didn't win them. I'm just kidding. I'm going to bring them. Up to the uh, bowling alley next week. Greg's still on the t- in the league, and Gary. Maybe Elena will show up. I'll I'll see if she'll um, just come up for the ceremony, and uh, so we'll make the announcement next week, and we'll present them the official trophy. They beat us. I think it wasn't even extremely close either. It was like thirty six out of forty eight. They killed us by the first two games, and we ended up winning the third game, but we still got killed. Yeah, I mean, shooting a four something that doesn't no. help. Yeah. No. That was my lowest series of the whole stinking league for the whole year, 497. Wow. And I got to say, I'm kind of rather excited for the summer. I think that we're going to have a, a good number of teams, it sounds. Yeah. Yes. I can, I can and, name five you know, off just the regulars. And that's the final segment of this season. We are going to go over the teams that we got coming for the summer. Anybody within listening distance is free to join we really want you to join. I know a lot of the fall bowlers that listen to this podcast are going to come back. There's some that aren't. That's all right. Hope to see them next fall. But definitely start recruiting because this is recruit week. So just like in college when they got the rec- – what is that called? Is it recruit week? What do they call that? Yeah. College recruiting football. Day. Recruiting day, yeah. So this is recruiting week. We're going to start <laughs> recruiting teams for the league. If one of you guys could come up with a list, maybe Mark, since you do so good on Beat Mark's picks, if you want to come out with a list, and then we can, you can give me the list, and then I can send out text messages because I've got all the guys' phone numbers, and uh, we'll get confirmations and stuff like that. So us three have a team. My team, I actually recruited Greg Charlton, so I figured if he's going to kick my ass last night, well, might as well recruit him. So me and yeah. Greg are officially on a team. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it just seems like there's going to be Gary and yeah. George and Peyton and Camilla. Me and then Mark, you and Ron are bowling together. That's two. Yeah. And then Chris. Yeah. Chris is all excited because he's got his new so, guy. Speaking of my new guy, he asked me, you want me to tell y'all. He, I have him listen to our season, sorry, episode 15 podcast when I, I mentioned him towards y'all. And he is ready to bring his skills to y'all. You tell him and this, Chris. If he, if he bowls. 
anywhere as good as you say he does, he'll be our first guest next week. Well, he said he don't. He wanted to guest today, but then he changed his mind because he wanted y'all to be surprised to meet him and to oh, see okay. his uh, attributes. But he also wants me to tell y'all this, his words. So I gave him oh. the podcast. He's a new listener. He's going to be a fan now. He wanted me to tell you he bowled basically a Memorial Day tournament in form with all the pro bowlers that, that was there. He took 14 place out of 50-plus bowlers and beat A.J. Chapman. Damn. A.J. Chapman's really good. Well, how about that? And you said he's not a two-handed bowler, but he's got a lot of revs. Yes, he does. He has a lot of revs. All right, awesome. Well, yeah, look forward to yeah, having I think tomorrow. Ricky's bowling with his mom. Yeah, that's really? another. So our three teams, so Ricky and his mom is four. And you got Jared Gill, Kyle Neal. So George and Gary is five. Who did you say? Gil Kyle Neal, Gill and Kyle Jared. Kyle six. And then Jared and Gill, seven. Peyton and, um, Peyton oh, and Camilla. Yeah, Bill. Bane Camilla. So they Be- broke up because Be- um, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. My youngest son, who was going to bowl with my oldest son, ended up breaking apart to form more teams. My youngest son is inviting one of his school buddies, actually school girlfriend, to bowl with him. So Brianna is her name. She's going to be bowling with Leland. He's going to bring on another gutter fluffer and uh-huh. another fluffer in training. Oh, my gosh. And uh, You going to wear a face mask and a hoodie, too? He probably will bring it back. He'll have to. <laughs> and then Peyton's bowling with Camilla. So that's nine. Is that eight and nine? Not, nine teams. Did yeah. you count Brian's team? Yeah, Brian yep, and Brian Christian. And Christian. So no, no, not Brian. Not, no, it's not Brian and Christian. It's going to be Brian and Matthew. Brian and who? Matthew Macy, the guy who was sitting on oh, the table. Oh, okay, yeah. He's pretty good. I couldn't find him in the book, but he yeah, he's pretty days. good. He bowled on Tuesday. He's got a lot of reps. Yeah. And so but did Matthew you get, Macy, um, so that's, did you get that's Jake 10. Jake I've seen him on Thursday. He bowls on Thursday. Yeah, he's a good bowler. Jake and Phil will be back. Thank goodness. Miss those guys. They're really good. So that's 11. Yeah. Who mm-hmm. are we missing? I know we're missing somebody. Did you get Elena? Greg and Elena? Greg's on my no. team. So me and Greg yeah. are joining. Elena, Elena is dropping out. She's got too oh. frustrated. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I don't think Dwayne and Richard will be back, but they didn't nah. get back to the fall. No, they're not. Yeah. They're not, they're not. And I think uh, Rick Khan is taking this summer off. Yeah, he, Logan, he, offered Logan his, too. he offered a sub, so we have a contact for yeah. a sub if anybody. Same well, with Henderson. Henderson, Henderson does the same sub. thing, too. Henderson. Yeah, yeah so he'd sub. So we got subs on hand, which is good because we don't want to have any blind <laughs> or post bowling as much as we want to encourage subs. Yeah, is George Martinez still bowling? Yeah. Uh, that's who's bowling with Gary. Did we already say Jerry and Ricky? Yeah. So we're looking at 11 that I got written down right now. We got 11. And I don't think David Pride's coming back for the summer. He said he hurt his hip. Yeah. So he's going to take the summer off. And I'm hoping him and his two boys come back for next fall. I'm going to try to get uh, recruit them back. But we got no Joey or his wife, which stinks, because they usually are <laughs> summer bowlers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, be nice to squeeze out another team and be even it out. Yes, I agree. I don't know if H. Miller coming can be on any of those two or with Jerry. What about Mike Gensline? No, no, he, no, he never bowls summers. Okay, um, Kate, Caden, or Logan? Logan, no, they're, they're not coming. The, Sorry, I'm going to try to get on Logan see if he can find somebody because he has bowled summers with us. I know he usually bowls with Kiefer, but Kiefer is is always taking summers off. 
know Patrick's taking the summer off too, but he gave me a, a, a yes that he is going to be back for the fall. I'll, I'll You know what? I'll text Patrick. So I got his number. I'll well, tell you, him and Henderson would be a good team. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Gosh, who are we missing? I keep thinking we're missing somebody. I think we got pretty much everybody there that I'm, that I'm thinking about. Yeah. Yeah, that I'm thinking about too. Okay. And and hopefully, Bruce going to come back. He said he he said if God wants him to be here next week, he'll be here. Just make sure he has a team. Who's that? Christian. Oh, Christian. really? Yeah. He said he'll be, but he needs a partner. He don't have a partner. Oh, so, well, hell. Well, hell, we yeah. can find him a partner. I know. He said if God wants him to be there. Well, hell, even if he wants to bowl, tell him to come up, and then worst case scenario, I'll just I'll just sit by and he can bowl with Greg, and then I'll just sit out. Because I'd rather have a bowler that wants to bowl with the league, and then I'll just maybe sub on occasion. But yeah, have him come up, and we'll find somebody yeah, for him. We got to get that twelve team fixed. So I think what we can yeah. do is, and if you have time, Mark, I know if you happen to have time, not a big deal, Chris. If you're working at home, something else that might come to mind is looking over our old standing sheets from years ago, from last summer to two summers ago, last fall. See yeah. if you can find any names that may be of interest, like yeah. salespeople that find leads and yeah. take them to the sales department. Try to give me a list of names, and I'll see if I can go back and find their phone numbers and maybe send text messages. And we'll definitely try to get some old bowlers back on and win them back. As you know, I've already kind of talked to Kevin Cobb, trying to get yeah. his interest and telling him, hey, look, it, when you're bowling doubles, you're never sitting down. You're going to be out of there in an hour and a half tops. Oh, you know easy, what I mean? Yeah. Easy, yeah. And so he said he was thinking about it. I'll probably see him again tomorrow night if he's bowling that summer league. I will ask him. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the leagues have already started their first week, and but we had that winter week, so which is why our league – ended one week later than everybody else our first night is not till next week on june 6th so we should talk about for all our viewers who actually do listen to podcasts before the league starts on tuesday every single time i know there's a lot of viewers out there who actually takes the time to listen to the podcast before coming to tuesday bowling so we should talk about vote on or bring to the new summer league this season yeah you and jared had a good conversation about that last week yeah he they must be referring to 100 percent handicap yeah 100 percent of 200 100 percent of 200 which kind of makes sense this, i mean we've got plenty of 200 averages that really shouldn't get any handicap and the only way to really even it out is if we lower the cap but if it's a hundred percent of the cap then say for instance like a bowler that only averages a hundred, like we might have one or two bowlers that just average a hundred. Difference being if the cap is two hundred, then they'll get a hundred pins because it's a hundred percent of a hundred. Whereas if we had a hundred and twenty cap, what like right now we have ninety percent of a hundred and twenty. Difference of that would be one twenty. Ninety percent would probably be like maybe a hundred and seven, hundred and eight. So it's not a big difference, but it just lowers the cap for handicap, makes yeah. it more kind of a scratch environment for yes. some but of the higher it, averages. It would be a scratch environment without being a scratch. You'll still get that handicap. Exactly. If you earn it. Another thing we could consider is instead of doing a individual handicap, we could convert it to a team difference, like just like how we do the spread with beat marks picks. If we just did a team difference and just have a spread, 
we could do that too. That's kind of the, that's almost the general or what used to be like at least 20 years ago, the 20, the typical rule for the averages and handicaps for any league that I bowled in until they all decided to go to individual handicap. So, I mean, there's definitely some options we could play with there before the league starts. I'm not fond of, look, there have been many years that we, our handicap wasn't the greatest and we lost a lot of bowlers because the cream rises to the top, so to speak. It's nice to see a team like Ricky and the two mix being up there. Exactly. Um, Other years, you don't, when we've had it 80% of 220, we didn't see that. It was like by the end of the season, all the top average teams are on the top and we've lost we've lost teams yeah very yeah. true to both sides i mean i've seen bowlers yeah. that come up and they show up to the meeting and then the moment we start talking about average and they say well if you're going to be a low handicap league then we're just going to walk and we've had teams walk before yeah. Uh, yeah. i told chris and jared when they had this conversation three weeks ago that if it comes down to losing bowlers, that's my one key is I don't want to lose a single bowler because of the handicap. And then, and then I said, instead of being like the normal jerky we see on, on men, we could be a premium jerk where we only accept <laughs> premium bowlers. A premium yeah. jerk? I mean, Jared's big into wanting to make everything scratch. And he's a USBC representative now, and he goes to a lot of these tournaments, and there's still a lot of scratch tournaments that – are broken up into divisions and things rather than yeah. handicap. Yeah. So he sees a lot of scratch going on. That's probably what he's just gotten used to now. But we'll see. We got a league meeting coming up, and it's mostly it's a, it's only a vote. It's only a vote. And exactly. I mean, it, it might be not in my state 90% of 200. I think 100% of 220 sounds good to me. 100% of 220. My God. 20. Yeah. God no. 100% of 220 sounds good to me. <laughs> Yeah, that's one rule on the agenda. One other rule that we've come up with that we've had debates over is our playoffs. So every summer to make it a little more interesting, the fall season, we do a split season, which makes it fun. But we can't do that in the summer because there's only 12 weeks. And this year, 4th of July is on a Tuesday. So we have a break in the middle. To make it interesting and a little bit extra fun, we come up with a playoff. We bowl the season, and then by the second to the last week, we have a playoff where the top four teams will bowl each other, fourth bowls first, and the second bowls third. And whoever wins those two will bowl in the position round for first place at the end of the summer. Okay, Um, and let me ask you on that note, are the top four teams, when it comes down to it, are they locked into the top four positions for pay? Not necessarily. And see, only I, I think top, only the top it, two are the winners. And that's yeah, and that's where a little bit Larry of like we've done that in the past mm-hmm. in a team. When you think about it, I mean, this has happened where those top four teams are bowling each other almost like it was a position night, let's say, and those other teams are on a whatever the schedule shows and what can happen is that fifth place team could be bowling the last place team or even a vacancy kill it in points and then they you know, they end up up over the the other two that were basically forced to be bowling in a playoff you know what i'm saying oh yeah and i've yeah. seen and that, and that has happened it has um, i mean it does feel like teams 
do tend to get ripped off. But the couple of reasons I would say behind that would be I don't want to lock in the winners of the top four of the playoff only because then the losers, the third and fourth place, would basically have nothing to bowl for in that position round because they're already locked in. So all they'd be bowling would be third and fourth. So yeah. I wanted to make and it to where at least in position round. Play. Exactly. So like if in position yeah. round, if they happen to get knocked down to fifth or sixth, we want to give those teams that are in fifth and sixth a shot to lap them because I would hate to have them get screwed by, say, if they if yeah. the team in fifth gets 40, but the second, the, the third and fourth place teams only split and get 20 then they can lap them both and take third. So I just, I would hate to have it where third and fourth, they lose the playoff. And then in the position, they got nothing to bow for. So it's like a bye week and then they got sweeper and then they got nothing to bow for there either. So. Yeah. But you could almost make that week where for one's bowling four and two's bowling three, you could almost make it be that the other group that isn't in the playoffs, like five's bowling six, like a back-to-back position round type? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was thinking of that. Or another idea could be, and this might be a little bit tougher to do, is if we expand the playoff, instead of four teams, we do eight teams. Or like in this case, if we do 12 teams, we're going to have 12 teams in the whole summer. So say if we did like a playoff similar to how we do the Woodmansey, the Woodman's the award that we did in not the award, the, yeah, the, the Woodman, Woodman bracket. Madness. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So if we did a playoff starting on week, let's say week nine, then what we would do is have all 12 teams in a playoff. Then whoever wins there gets, um, well, kind of like the Woodman's, we would have the first top two teams have a bye week. And then we would have the other 10 teams bowl each other. And then the winner of those, of those five, will bowl and this is where it would probably get way too much way too complicated but the winner of those five would bowl and then the other two teams would be thrown in the mix maybe the first place team would have another bye it it just gets yeah it can get really complicated i mean i mean it sounds fun it sounds like i think your playoff scenario is good as long as there isn't, if there was a vacancy for some reason in our league you would have to do back to back position rounds i think only to make it fair if you had a vacancy in there i've because i've seen it where the team in fifth place that didn't make the playoff bowled the vacancy in in that first week of the playoffs and then they killed it yeah right it was their normal week they end up winning all their points they're basically ahead of both the third and fourth place teams and that makes sense. That you know, makes sense. Yeah. So if we don't include uh, them in the prize part of it, we still keep it just the winners of the playoff. But as far as the schedule, we would do back-to-back position rounds. Yeah. And I think the way you laid out, hey, look, you don't want to lock all four teams into the top four positions, just the first two mm-hmm. at the end of the day. That scenario works for me. It just, I think you got to be a little bit careful on those top four teams are going to be battling amongst each other. You don't want somebody to be handed, you know, yeah. whatever the point system is. Cause I you see. know, yeah. And that makes sense. I think that's a good idea. So we can expand. It'll be playoff week will be basically the same. We'll call it playoff week, but 
the other eight teams will still be in, in a position round format rather than just the yeah. regular week. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. And hey, it's I mean, we got a whole week to play with it. So anything we gotta any kinks we gotta work out in the mm. rules and stuff. So those are our two major rules that we'll have a big um discussion over in the meeting the averages and the playoffs everything else will be pretty standard uh, money wise i think we'll still be at 25 bucks unless somebody else comes up with something different i think we'll still big. be bowling at nine o'clock and tuesdays and all the regular rules will still apply they yeah. did raise lineage huh not by did much they? they she said that it's going to be raised to 1375 so it'll be it'll go from 1325 to 1375 so i think in the past it's gone up 50 cents Okay. This last year it went up. I want to say it was twelve seventy five, and it went to twelve to thirteen twenty five. So yeah, it went up wow. fifty cents last year and fifty cents this year. So not too bad. Mm-hmm. So we'll still get a pretty penny, and still one of the higher paid leagues in the center and in the well in Dallas. Oh, that's another thing I was thinking of is uh, in Dallas, one of the more popular bowling centers that has been open for. Decades has closed its doors. Actually, today's its last day, May 31st. USA oh, yes. has closed its doors. If y'all weren't there, it's closed tomorrow. With the one, uh, the one in Walnut Hill. Yeah. 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 So yeah. what happens to uh, that pro shop there? That I don't know. Wix. I wonder. I mean, I used to go to Wix. Yeah, they're gonna be closed, unfortunately. So really. Yeah, it was kind of sad. George Martinez told me about it a couple of weeks ago, and they're closing their doors after they revamped the place. So USA Bowl's done, and we got to – I'm going to try to find their website or wherever they are and see if we can maybe recruit some of their bowlers. So what are they going to do, make it a strip joint? <laughs> oh my God. They certainly Everybody got enough learned. of them around there. Yeah, there's like I know, they're right, right across the street. Oh, yeah, what is it, Carabas or whatever it's uh, called? Those rhinos. Rhinos? Yeah. Really? So they just shut down the bowling alley there, huh? Yeah, they're probably going to tear it down. I think they're probably going to expand the highway or something. But, yeah, it's crazy. I can't believe it. That's my first bowling center at Boulder when I came to Texas. Yeah, I'm going to make a phone call tomorrow, though, because I was thinking of getting a new ball. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't know what he's going to do. He might have to just run it individually or maybe move it to a center. Like, I know there's plenty around, like, AMF Garland or AMF Richardson or – some other place that'll be in need. And I know it's our last episode of the season, and I know we tried to reminisce and talk about like the fruit roll up and Recommend dry it. oral, try it. the most memorable. Don't knock into you try it. All the podcast curse is a real thing. It not only affects us three and our guest bowlers, but professional hockey teams and everything else. I'm trying to think of anything else we forgot about this. Uh, I know we've had a lot of memorable lost nights i'd lost last night and chris lost the first half and you know it's definitely been a memorable season we'll try and forget it yeah i remember when chris bowled Dwayne's team and Dwayne had a big argument with chris about how many brooklyn's that christian had like maybe 20 or so and i remember lena getting mad a few weeks ago and or walking out remember she walked out in the second, second game yep yep i remember that yep mm-hmm. and brian kept his temper in check all season Gary throwing chairs. Yeah, Brian didn't have a lot of f bombs except for that one night that y'all lost. Oh yeah, <laughs> but he's been bowling pretty good here last last couple months. Yeah, I remember yeah. the debacle we had when the league voted on bowling on the low end again, and so we started on one through ten, and we had some of the lowest scores we've ever had. 
God, I wish we were bowling on the low end again. Oh, I enjoyed- God. I like we did that the last two seasons in a row. We moved like within just a few weeks after that. Yeah, Bowl- it makes it a challenge. It does, but there weren't a lot of happy bowlers. No, no they weren't. I remember Clint come back to bowl with us, Clint Kent. He's our resident nurse. Him and Rick Connor, both male nurses. And I guess Clint hurt his back, so he, he dropped out. That also happened this year. He was on Good Frame Gentleman, too. It's too bad he didn't stick it out because he, he'd have won. Right. Yeah. And they wouldn't be our team. No, they wouldn't be our team because Elena freaking won the game for them. I don't know. Clint was a 190 bowler, too. They made it yeah, but good if not Every better. time Clint goes against me, yeah, I think he chose a lot. Could be. He was the one that brought Good Frame Gentleman's name. He's the originator. Yep. So Greg should give him half the winnings. Yeah. Yep. We had had a lot of memorable things. I remember Jared, who had the first 300. Ron shot the second. Got my 300. Rick Connor shot. Oh, yeah, your 300. That didn't count in our league. Yeah, still got one. But that did happen. That was your first yep. in practice. In practice. Yeah. No, still counts. <laughs> still counts. There was and a lot of green strikes on that telescope. It wasn't. It was all white. <laughs> <laughs> green scores is in when you fill in the score because it's a score correction. Exactly. Yeah. And then one thing that Chris, this will be, you can savor and take this in. One thing that Chris has over Mark, the Woodman Z. So we've named the Woodman Z Award after Chris for if you have a high game, low game of a huge difference. There's one person that made the list and one person that didn't. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, almost half. Everyone in there. Basically, the high percentage of the league got the Winman's Award multiple times, too. But the person it named after never got it once. In the Not once. Oh, but what, you, what, what's the person that did? Who's the, out of the other oh, three? Mark did. did. Mark got it. <laughs> Mark got it. I think he got it it's, twice. Right? You know what, though? It's a very prestigious list. Look at it. <laughs> Ron got one. Ron got it's all one. the best bowlers in the league. Jared got it. Jared got it. Gilbert got it. Yeah. The best bowlers in the good, league. I mean, all our best bowlers are on the list. Yeah. Oh, okay. Me, me you aren't on the list. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually not on the list. Well, I always say I can't get on the list because you, you have to have a good game. I can't even get a good game in. That's right. But but Chris, you have not made the list. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. it's is that two seasons now? I don't think no, you made one. it last no, season either. No, I didn't make it last season. You I, did? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, thank you for admitting. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is one full season I have never wow. done. Small goals. Small I goal. should name it the Marky Mark. The Marky Mark. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Well now your your whole easy. family has won it. Oh, yeah, they have. I forget. Yeah. Oh, right. And now Camilla's making a comeback this summer, so there'll be more Woodmansies to win it this summer. Yeah, yeah Chris, you ought to get your dad to bowl this summer. Oh, yeah. Oh, Tell my dad God. To come back. Oh. Yeah, he get did your bowl dad with us last summer. There you go. He can bowl with Christian. I know he knows Christian. Yeah. Get your dad out there. Yeah. Tell dad to get off his butt. I'll, I'll, stop I'll, playing I'll, cards. I'll, I'll ask stop him. playing poker and I'll get back him. to bowling. I'll ask him. The only thing he probably he works at five the next day. So oh hell, I work yeah. at five. Yeah, no. Yeah, he'll so no he'll excuse. be out of he'll be out of there by eleven. No way. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, he'll be out of there by get eleven. Back out there. Yeah, I'll definitely ask him. No, that's a good idea. That's a good. Now let's get those names together. I want to start recruiting. So if you guys get me some names tomorrow, or the next day, I'll start sending out text messages. All right. Y'all remember Charlie and his girl? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my God. There's a name from the past. I think that was even pre-COVID. 
Yeah, it was pretty, pretty well, cool. There you go. Put that name on the list. And I'll yeah, it was Car- uh, Charles in Carolina. That's it. Chicago Bears yeah. or the Bears. Yep. Yeah, it was Carolina. Yeah. That's it. They, and then the death girl. She was death. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Was, that uh, was their other Tanya. one. That was their Tanya. Tanya. Yeah, yeah, that was Tanya. Yep. We'll have to send, we'll have to get their phone numbers out. See, these are good names that I need you guys to get me a list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll get, this is recruit week, just like in college. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm down. Yeah. I'll, I'll definitely take a look back tomorrow and start working on tomorrow and try to recruit more people. All right. No, Austin so, said he might have uh, two two of his mechanical buddies that bowl with him on Fridays on his team Friday. To wanting may wanting to join. The only thing he's wary about is the high averages because these guys have like one thirties, one forty. Oh, but we got Jake and Phil. We got Gary. We got well, yeah. Uh, don't Phil, tell him it's you can't count Phil. I mean, to be honest, Phil, you cannot add Phil to that. Phil has been averaging. I'm proud to say. A solid 198 average. No way. Your yes. protege? Yes. Uh, Your I am, protege? I am shocked. He's been doing tournaments now where he's actually taking top 20. And I am like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Wow. Like, in, a tournament, he aver- in, in a tournament, I play him the average 198. Phil was a gutter fluffer at one point. Yeah. But now he is like, he's a different man, dude. Like, he is, it's weird. It's weird. Dang. That's yeah. that marine blood in him. Like he's throwing the ball better than ever. He said he might shoot three hundred this season. <laughs> Holy this shit! If he shoots one before you in league, that'll be the biggest Woodman Z podcast curse of all. Oh yeah, ten percent. Well, yeah. So, all right, it's recruit week, so we got to get these names together, and we'll we're going to try to get this thing up to sixteen teams, hopefully. Yeah, yeah that'd be nice. That'd be awesome. All right, guys, thank you so much for. Enjoying the fall season of your trip. Congrats to good friend gentlemen for taking the win for both halves, man. You killed it. You beat my team, which is the president's team. You beat the secretary team, which is was not even a team at all. So congratulations to y'all again. Thank you, viewers and listeners, for listening to our podcast for the fall season. Please come back. So the summer season is going to be twice as better. My team is reevaluated, recreated with new people with a great person that is soon to be known next Tuesday. So please come back to hear how amazing he did, which he will, how my team will end up winning the summer. If you do not come back, you'll be like these team losing the whole league. (laughs) I was hoping you're going to say that. (laughs) Or you could be like the Titanic also losing to the same team. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, guys, this was a fun season. So we'll talk with you guys next week. Yes. All right, man. Take it easy. Take it easy. Have a good night, guys. You too.